I am over an hour late, people. I am very sorry about that. All right, let's do this. Hey, everyone. Frankie D here. Welcome to the Frankie D Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm starting up the Frankie D Show right now. I'm your host, Frankie D. Thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, just start off with some plugs real quick. All right, so if you're listening on YouTube right now, make sure you subscribe to the Frankie D Show on YouTube. Give me a thumbs up or whatever the hell that is. Uh, I don't know. Follow the fucking channel if you don't know the freaking rules by now. If uh, you're listening on any of the recorded platforms, make sure you're subscribed to the Frankie D Show on there and keep listening to me, please. And if you want to follow the show on social media, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right, sound good? Just want to get all those out of the right out of the way. Since I am an hour late, I am very sorry, people. I know. I I, I was supposed to be on time. Uh. And I wasn't. I I know I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I um was hoping to get like kind of like a you know a calling guest, and then couldn't, and then another one couldn't, and I was like, crap, should I do this today? I you know I've been talking about trying that new uh audio platform Amp Out, the one that Amazon made, because I was like, well, I live stream this anyway, but and it's and I, I audio live stream it on YouTube. So maybe I should just, uh, you know, try amp out. And then I could even, you know, instead of doing the trivia break or the Mike Montone break, which we will get today, maybe I'll play some music in there. And then, I mean, for you people, you know, listening to me right now, you wouldn't be getting that, you know, on the audio platforms, like I'd I'd have to edit that out. But maybe it would be like a nice smooth uh, transition or something. I don't know. Rather than me saying... All right, next thing I want to talk about, or you know, something like that. But then I didn't do, you know, I didn't do that either. And by the time I was able to get everything going, I didn't even know after, the, you know, I couldn't get those guests on. I was like, am I even still gonna do this today? But you know what? I was like, the show must go on. So I'm very sorry for my lateness of an hour. Also, I saw this thing YouTube lag. I usually don't even like get to look at that part because I have to press record on a couple of things, but I saw YouTube lag there, so if uh, you didn't get to hear the beginning, as you know now, sorry, was an hour late, but let's get the show going. All right, well, first things first, when I was looking for topics before, again, I always start with a topic that uh, I don't really have too much information on. It just catches my attention real quick. I know I've talked about uh, Jennifer Lopez on here before saying, I I don't, I'm kind of surprised that she went back with Ben Affleck to an extent, to an extent, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just find her way out of his league, but what the fuck do I know? Maybe everyone would be like, no, he's way out of her league. I don't know. And then, you know, I've talked about Pete Davidson, man. Like, we all know that one's weird. We, we There's a lot of us that still don't believe Pete Davidson's dating uh, Kim Kardashian. It appears they are. They claim they are, but... 
Anyway, it seems like a recurring topic. So I'm scrolling through before being like, all right, what do we got? And I uh, see that, well, I, I've, I saw this like a week or something ago, that Jennifer Lopez is now engaged to Ben Affleck. I'm sure a lot of us know, and if you don't know, then good for you, because the fact that these two are actually making the the news or whatever the hell you want to call it so much is kind of sad. It's like, why are we talking about these people? I'm like, what, re- is Ben, am, am I just like naive? What relevant work does Ben Affleck have? I have, has he been in something since the Batman that he did a terrible job in? Batman vs. Superman was literally one of the worst Batman movies ever made. Honestly, it might be the worst Batman movie ever made. And then he was in Justice League that flopped also. I don't understand why he's still getting attention. Well, honestly, he's getting attention just because he's dating Jennifer Lopez. Now, she only gets attention because she's sexy. Let's be for real. Like, what relevant work does she actually really have? Is she still coming out with a lot of, you know, huge hits or anything? I know so many people that when they talk about her, they still really only reference Jenny from the block. And I'm like, didn't she come out with that song in like 2001 or something? When the hell? Let me honestly look this up right now. Jenny from the block. This says it came out in 2002. All right. So, you know, that song is still like, I feel referenced with her every time I hear someone bring up a song by her. Now she's been in movies also. None that I can even name. I just know she's been in movies. So, clearly her acting career uh, isn't huge. So, you know, she's a really good-looking woman. And I'll, I'll easily give that to her. Major freaking milf. Major. But it is just funny that just because these two people dated in the past and one is like a famous actor and the other one's just a famous woman. It's like, we gotta talk about them. But anyway... I thought it was kind of funny before that, you know, they make the media again just because we have to know that Ben Affleck proposes to Jennifer Lopez while she was in the tub. So he proposed to her while she was naked in the tub. It's like, nice. It's like, are there pictures of her while she's in the tub? Do we get to see her naked? Because in general, I don't really care. I don't care that they're engaged. I don't really care that he proposed her in the tub. The only way I care is if they got pictures of her and I get to see Jennifer Lopez naked. Well, you know what? Why do we care either way? Again, there there was no reason for me to get the uh, whole story on that at all. Just kind of a recurring topic. I know the Mr. A, who I'm sure is not here right now, but he's usually there in the uh, chat on the live stream. Maybe he'll go back and listen to it. Sorry, I know. Like I said, hour late. Sorry, Mr. A. Um, he, you know, he usually calls her J-Ho. I don't know. I think she is really freaking good looking. I've said this with other women. It's like when some women just become uh, so famous and stuff, even if they are really attractive, people just like to slam them. People are like, no, she's not good looking. I've talked about this before. I feel Pam Anderson, and it, would, it was always a blonde. I feel Pam Anderson was the last one that was like kind of universally hot. Like the average person was like, oh yeah, she is fucking gorgeous. She, oh yeah. Like, and I feel like it was always a blonde. Like it was like, 
let's say, uh, Marilyn Monroe uh, was one. Farrah Fawcett was one. Uh, Heather Locklear was one. And then Pam Anderson was the was the blonde of the 90s. Where, you know, they're real, like, they, they got to another level of fame for just being so ridiculously hot. I kind of feel a little bad putting Heather Locklear in there. I feel like she was probably known for acting also. But, like, the, the other ones, like, they were known for, you know, being, like, the hot woman of their time. And they were all blondes. Now I feel like we don't have that of any hair color. So, you know, Jayla, who I think deserves the credit of being ridiculously beautiful and major MILF and stuff, I feel a lot, a lot of people were just, you know, basher. And with other women now, a lot, if they are that good looking... Whether they've had plastic surgery or not, they're just, you know, people are like, oh, they got plastic surgery. No, fuck that. It's like, okay. But, um, anyway, not too much more to talk about there. I guess in the past it was a recurring topic on here, so I figured I'd bring them up. Let's move on to uh, an actual topic I got here. All right. I'm sure a lot of people have heard this also this week. Gilbert Gottfried has died. He, uh, radio, he's not a radio host. (laughs) Uh, I got a story about him though, uh, from a radio, from a a radio host that he put out a cameo that we'll be talking about in a little bit. But, uh, he's an actor, really he's a stand-up comedian, but, you know, actor, stand-up comedian. He was in Aladdin. He, you know, he's in a bunch of movies and, he died, um, I feel like it kind of came out of nowhere. I have this other story here. I, I th- he, it said he had a long-term illness. I should have that. Okay, uh, muscular dystrophy. That is what it was. So, anyway, I see that it says a Gilbert Godfrey fan story here. Gilbert Goffrey fan shares one of the iconic comedian's final filthy shout-out birthday messages on Cameo after Starshock death from heart abnormality at 67. Don't you feel that 67 is kind of young now to die? Like, in the past, I feel like it could have been like, well, at least he lived a pretty long life. Now, it's like people, I feel like especially people that are in their 50s or, like, early 60s, they're like, 67, like, holy crap, that is, I am not too far from that. Like, that does have to be really freaking scary. Especially, you know, it's like, it, I feel like it came as a shock to so many people. Now, some people came as a shock, too, because it's like, oh, I don't even really hear about him anymore. But even his fans, kind of like Norm MacDonald, it's like, your fans don't really know, and then all of a sudden you're dead. It's like, wow, any day could be my last freaking day. All right, let's see what uh, this story has for us. An Australian radio host has shared his filthy birthday message from iconic comedian Gilbert Gottfried after the Aladdin star's shock death at 67. You know, it's funny. It says it comes from an Australian radio host. I'm not sure. I wish, I, you know, I got to try to get in touch with an Australian radio host one day because I'd really like to ask them questions. Because in America, we have the FCC and now, I mean, what cancel culture, ugh. But, you know, it was always like problems with the FCC with terrestrial radio that... People really couldn't do uh, the best shows on there. Now, there was a time where, because of the money they were making, which they still could make that money, uh, you know, they had shock radio, they had edgy radio and stuff, and they were letting them do fun stuff, and they 
you know, we're doing good shows, getting high ratings. And I, you know, I, you know, it was good radio. Now though, it, it terrestrial radio is dying in America. And I want to know if that's the case for around the world. Like, cause I feel like I talked to some people from, you know, other countries and stuff, Canada and stuff like that. And they're like, no, terrestrial radio is still pretty relevant where we are. And even in parts of America, I feel like people still say, I, I think I heard this about like maybe Texas or something. Like, no, nah, terrestrial radio still has a pretty strong presence here. But in so many places in America, I'm not saying, like a lot of people say radio's dead. I'm not saying that radio's dead. You know, people just like to be like, oh, radio's dead. Like, and they don't actually look at the statistics involved. But it's true. It's not relevant. That part's true. So if you want to look at death like that, then yeah, not relevant at all. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd like to just talk to an Australian radio host to see what, what his you know views are. If it's relevant in uh, Australia, I mean they don't have serious here, but they got podcasts there, and everyone says podcasts are just taking over radio, even though they're pretty freaking different. Um, and I'd like to see if they have like a version of the FCC there that. They say, like, no, it's super freaking strict. We can't say anything. Or if they're like, no, this is, we got fun radio here still. Because I've heard some stories that they do have good radio in Australia still. Anyway, I just went on a major tangent that had nothing to do with Gilbert Gottfried. Let's go uh, back to the story now. Jason uh, Bodge Bodger. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it looks like that. Jason Bodge Bodger who works as an announcer on Triple M Carnes Breakfast Show, shared the cameo clip to his Facebook page on Wednesday. Following his successful Hollywood career, Gottfried was known for his comedic shout-outs on Cameo, which his fans adored. Uh, let's see the shout-out here on uh, Cameo. Why is this not playing? We should be able to hear this right now. Oh, I know why it's not playing. I put up the wrong uh, fader. Now it should play. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is the Jason, and it's from Alicia. And a happy 33rd birthday. And, you know, I was supposed to keep this secret and make it a surprise, but I can't because it's so exciting. For your birthday, Alicia is going to strap on a giant dildo and f*** you in the <laughs> end with it. Uh, she's gonna just f you in the. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's uh, one of the last cameos, I guess. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried did. Gottfried was uh, was in fine form when he recorded a birthday message for Jason last year, a gift from his fiance Alicia. See, I don't know. I I, I don't. Know. I respect the people that do can't like that can actually get money from cameo. Cause it's like, sure. Take advantage of it. But what the fuck is the matter with you? If you're paying someone for a birthday or for any message on cameo, I mean, as a gift, eh, I guess, but some people will literally go out of their way and pay a celebrity or whatever for a cameo message. It's like, you do realize you don't know these people. These are not personal messages whatsoever. Like, why do you need to pay them to do a message for you? You're stupid for wasting your money on that. You're better off. I mean, I, I don't know. I was going to say, like, everyone has a podcast these days, and they do, but I guess they're not live. I was going to say you're better off calling into their podcast and just trying to talk to them for free or something, but 
they're not radio shows, so yeah, you can't really talk to these people. Uh, even though I do see the AMP now, they're hiring some like famous people, and people are calling into their shows, like Travis Barker and stuff. Just plugging everyone. But what the hell is with people that actually, uh, you know, pay for cameos? Like, I don't know. I'm a fan of a lot of people. Like, I wouldn't pay any money, though, for Stone Cold Steve Austin to uh, record a cameo for me. I would feel like such a loser. I'm paying someone money that I don't know just so they could say happy birthday to make me feel well. I would rather have like all the contacts in my phone that I do know wish me a happy birthday than a paid message from Stone Cold. Now, if he's doing it not paid, that's awesome. I like how you Stone Cold Steve Austin as my example. <laughs> Everyone knows the rattle, the Texas rattlesnake. But, you know, if he's doing it not paid and he's like, oh, yeah, Frankie D., Radio host, podcast guy? Yeah, yeah. Of course I'd love to wish him a happy birthday. But, uh, no. I would feel like such a loser paying for a cameo. I guess a birthday present, though, if your girlfriend gets it for you. I guess that part's kind of cool. But it depends how much money she's paying on you, too. Like, I would not want my girlfriend paying $100 on me for a cameo from anyone. I know I'm not saying Gilbert Gottfried's was 100 bucks, but... I, I hear these things get pricey, but good for the uh, famous people that take advantage of it. Because if you have idiots that are willing to pay you money for those, then you should take advantage of them because they deserve to be taken advantage of. All right, watch. Now I'm going to buy a cameo in like the next few weeks and be like, I changed my mind. Cameo is awesome. Uh, Gottfried showcased his hilarious humor as he made a number of sexually charged jokes in the recording. Due to the obscene and sexually explicit nature of the clip. It cannot be fully transcribed. Jason and Alicia uh, said they spent the whole night laughing out loud over... Oh, jeez. So they just watched it all night? It's a 32... Every 32 seconds? At least that's all I saw of it. They're just gonna laugh, and it's like, oh, let's watch it again! Oh, rewind! Oh, my God, did you hear what he said there? Uh, he's, he's funny, he's inappropriate. It's like, oh my god, is this what the people with cameos do? They just sit there and watch it 50 times a day? Let's see, my fiance Alicia got him to do it for me, and it was hands down the greatest birthday message I've ever had, Jason said. In November, the New York Post uh, listed the star as one of the most bankable celebrities cameo, with one message fetching $175. What? I would never pay that for anyone. People these days. He made the filthy cameos for birthdays, weddings, and hospital patients, with some fans even saying sick relatives burst into tears after receiving the delightful messages. The raspy voiced comedian and character actor died at the age of 67. His family announced in a heartfelt message on Twitter on Tuesday. He died uh, to complications from muscular dystrophy. His friend and publicist Glenn Schwartz said in a statement, Gottfried voiced the animated character Lago. I don't know if I said that right. I, I don't remember the last time I've seen Aladdin. <laughs> Lego Lago. We'll go Lago. In the 1992 film Aladdin and also was behind the Aflac insurance duck mascot. Yeah, I remember he got fired from that, right? 
They didn't get Ben Affleck for that duck, right? Oh, no. I don't know if they did or not. We are heartbroken to announce the passing of our beloved Gilbert Gottfried after a long sickness, the family tribute said. In addition to being the most iconic voice in comedy, Gilbert was a wonderful husband, brother, friend, and father to his two young children. It continued, although today is a sad day for all of us, please keep laughing as loud as possible in Gilbert's honor. The note was signed, Love the Gottfried Family. You know, it's funny because so many people, like this said there, like the most iconic voicing comedy. So many people have been talking about his voice and his squinty eyes and stuff like that. And no one's actually really been talking about his comedy. Gilbert was an actual, like he was a good comedian and every, he's like, I heard someone else say this. I, I don't remember where that was from. Might've been the Anthony Cumia show. Um, they were saying like what he's going to go down as like Fran Drescher being known for her, like annoying laugh or something or annoying voice. Like, yeah, it was Anthony. Anthony was like, how about the stuff that was coming out of that mouth? Like where you're hearing from the annoying voice. But I don't know. He did have a very uh, iconic voice though. So he will be uh, known for that, but hopefully some of his comedy gets uh, mentioned too. It's funny. I, I've heard from another place I don't exactly remember, <laughs> but um, another podcast or radio show where they talked about Gilbert. Not recently. This was a while ago. And they were kind of calling, and it might have been Artie Lang's podcast. They were saying how Gilbert is more of a comedian's comedian. Like, there's a lot of people that really don't find him funny. They don't understand his jokes and stuff. They might find his, the voice annoying and stuff. But he's a comedian's comedian. So, comedians understand the jokes. They find him hilarious. They like him. But the average person might not. But, let's be for real. He, you know, he was like a household name. Everyone knows who Gilbert Gottfried is everyone knows that name. Everyone has seen him, whether it was in a uh, Comedy Central roast, a movie. Uh, you know, everyone knows who he is. So for those people, stop trying to discredit him. And for those fake people that did discredit him, and now they're like, oh no, Gilbert Gottfried died. Uh, it's like, shut up, you fake assholes. Trying to say for like, I don't know, maybe that's just me. I ran into people I know in the past that didn't find him funny. Because I watch the Comedy Central roast, and I know people would be like, he's not funny, he's annoying. I'm like, what? Not that I was like a huge, uh, it's not like, you know, now I'm making it sound like uh, I saw some of his shows or anything. Like, I never watched him do stand-up, but I appreciated him at the uh, being a guest on people's podcasts. I'm not a stand-up comedy fan in general, but I liked seeing him on uh, being a guest on people's podcasts. Let's see, Gottfried and his wife, Dara Kravitz, whom he married in 2007, share a 14-year-old daughter, Lily, and a son, Max, 12. Schwartz said that Gottfried suffered from recurrent uh, ventricular, I can't pronounce this, tachycardia, I don't know, a form of heart failure due to uh, myotonic dystrophy type 2. The star was born in Brooklyn, New York, and started pursuing his career in stand-up comedy at just age 15. All right. That's all we really need to read about this, but uh, there's a picture here, and he's with Bob Saget and Robin Williams. Gottfried pictured with fellow departed comedians Robin Williams and Bob Saget in 2007. 
Yeah, they all kind of went out of nowhere, too. It's not like we were... Well, I guess we possibly, if we knew Gilbert was sick, we possibly could have guessed it. But, uh, you know, that it might have been coming. But it's out of nowhere. Let's see. I want to read some of these comments of what people said here. I can only imagine how funny this guy was because he sure doesn't look, uh, sound like a kind of comic I would want to hear for myself. And then we got this person saying, annoying, never funny. Ah, see, I told you, you got a bunch of those assholes. I mean, these might be stand-up fans, and like I said, I don't listen to stand-up because I don't really find any stand-up funny because, I don't know, I guess I just don't like expecting to hear a joke. I just like it to uh, come out. But yeah, no. Good on a, a podcast. So this person said, ha ha, still funny. Um, warning, what a downright filthy tribute that was shared. But it was, it is who he was until the end. Rest in peace, Gilbert. One of the truly hilarious comedians I've come across. Yeah, he is gone. All right, so, you know, he's got mixed uh, reviews here. It's. But you can't deny, he kind of was, like, he was a household name. It's not like he was brought up a lot in your house. Hold, but I would say everyone knows the name Gilbert Gottfried. And if you don't, then, I don't know, Google him. I don't know, you've been hiding under a rock or something. All right, we got a TGY TV Tim Gilby here. Rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried. I'm glad you are able to find me today. I was very late. Shouldn't have been. Should have just went on, done my topics. Thought we were going to have a... A guest or something, but uh, was looking for you before though. TGY, <laughs> glad you made it though. All right, I'm gonna go on to uh, the next topic now. Not a big topic here. I just, uh, I don't know. I just think this is kind of pointless, so I wanted to bring it up. Netflix introduces a thumbs up. A double thumbs up button to let users flag when they really love a show and improve personalized recommendations. See, this is stupid. I I don't know. That's the name of the article. If you guys want to check it out, this is this is really stupid. I'll tell you why. If you don't like something, I don't know how many people actually really click the thumbs down button because usually you just won't watch it. But whatever. If you don't like something you click the down button. If you like it or if you really like it, you click the thumbs up button. I don't know of a case where I am where I would ever, now, where I'd ever click uh, the middle button. If I hate it, maybe I'd click the thumbs down. Maybe, I doubt it though. And if I like it, I'll just click the double thumbs up because it's like, yeah, but I don't know. How many people really click these in general? Do they, like what percentage of Netflix watchers actually uh, click the thumbs up and thumbs down and double thumbs up and I don't know like you click the thumbs up you get personalized it's like uh, you know you get personalized recommendations and if you click the thumbs down then don't recommend that to them but is there really a need to put a third option there it's like now you got to think about it oh man did I really like that movie or did I only like it like, it's like you could sometimes send me these uh, personalized recommendations, but don't do it all the time. Just sometimes. But though, if I put a double thumbs up, you better be sending me those every freaking day. I don't know. I want to see. Let's see what the story says here. Maybe they give a good, re- like a real good reason why I'm like, oh, okay. That, that makes sense. All right. 
when you haven't just enjoyed a show, but it's completely blown your mind, do those shows really happen anymore? Is there really shows that are just universally loved where everyone's like, holy shit, that that was beautiful. We we need more of that. Round of an applause from around the world. Like, there was a time, especially on television, but even if a TV movie was coming out, or even if a regular movie was coming out, you knew, like, for the TV show, everyone was sitting down on that Thursday night or whatever, and they were going to be talking about it the next day at school or at work, or if a movie came out over the weekend, everyone was going to be seeing it. They were coming in Monday talking about it. Same with the TV movies. It was going to be out that one day. Everyone's going to be talking about it. Uh, and then if it was a TV show and it was really liked, then you knew, like, every single Thursday, like, that is the show that is watched. It is a perfect show. They would give it a double thumbs up if that was an option. Now, I don't know. I don't know who's to blame if it's... Well, I mean, there we have the stupid PC woke culture, a bunch of those stupid pussies, um, that have really ruined network television and just a lot of entertainment in general. And then to an extent, you know, you do have the TV stations that give into it, so they're to blame also. And then I think uh, social media has ruined a lot of shit. I mean, well, that's where a lot of those stupid woke PC people came from. But uh, with social media, it gave everyone an opinion. So it's just people that now they might just, even if they like the show, they might just want to be assholes and just troll, you know, online and stuff and just be dicks. So, you know, I I don't really think there's those shows that really mind blow anyone anymore because everyone wants to find fault in something. Even if they like the show, they'll be like, oh, I like it, but you know, it missed this and missed that. And I, I don't know. In a lot of cases, these shows do miss shit these days, but for whatever the reason is, I don't know. Let's see, now Netflix has introduced a double thumbs up button to let users flag the content they have really loved watching so the platform can serve up more of the same via their personalized recommendations. I mean, I think podcasts or something. See, like, I don't even think Netflix is super necessary. They... They sign people to do shows there, then they advertise on their own and stuff. I think podcasts, the the audio platforms, need to do shit like that. I I don't know about a double thumbs up or anything, but something. I I know you could give it stars and stuff, but I feel like uh, people like me and stuff. It's like, you know, the no name people. How can we uh, really get out there when there's no algorithm like YouTube? It's like, maybe they need something where it's like, you know, they start off with a famous person, and if you give it a thumbs up or something, it's like, we're not, we'll recommend shows to you now, but they're only, like, they're only gonna be, I I can't say, like, they can't be famous, because how the hell are these systems gonna know if they're famous? But they're going to be under a certain amount of views, so, you know, if they're getting, like, 10 million views on an episode. I don't even know if most podcasts get those. Most don't, but... uh, You know, they'll only recommend certain ones. And then, uh, you know, with those, if people rate them as not good, and there's a certain amount of not good ones on there, then maybe that will go into an algorithm too. It's like, all right, we got to stop recommending this one. We gave them the chance, but I, you know, I guess we can't anymore because they got so many bad 
ones. Even though I guess thumbs downs don't always mean bad because, you know, again, there's a lot of like just woke a-holes and stuff uh, that will find stuff offensive and they'll just give a thumbs down. So I don't really know what the answer is for the uh, podcast platforms, but I think they need something. You know, Apple, Spotify, all those. Spotify, you want to be the number one player in the audio game, you should come up with something like that. But anyway, I don't think Netflix really needs something like this. So let's see if we find a better reason. The new double thumbs up button is essentially Netflix version of Tinder's super like, which is used by users of the dating app to show a potential match. They're really interested. I mean, that kind of makes sense, right? Like for Tinder, not for Netflix, like at least Tinder, if a girl see, you know, if a guy gives a double thumbs or the other way around, if a girl gives a double thumbs up on a guy or whatever the, the reason is, um, you'd be like, oh man, if, they're actually that interested and they think I'm that good looking because that's really what you got to go by with Tinder, right? Whether there's a bio there or not, you're really going by looks with Tinder. So, at least there though, it kind of makes sense because it's like, all right, they, I'm, I'm flattered. They think I'm that good looking. I'll go on the date with them. But again, Netflix, not find, not finding a good reason. It will appear next to the existing thumbs up and thumbs down buttons on TV, web, Android, and iOS mobile devices starting from today. Well, that's where I thought it'd show up somewhere else. Like, geez. Consider double thumbs up as a way to fine-tune your recommendations to see even more series or films influenced by what you love. See, who writes these articles? Because what is the point of writing this article? We can't just find out. Uh, you know, this is funny how this is... Uh, like a, a long article that I, you know, and I'm, I'm giving them the time I'm reading some of this article, but like, this is something I could have done as, you know, how, like I start off the show with like a topic where I really don't dive into. This could have been like a one paragraph article. And instead we got a full article here for something pointless. Like does Netflix just personally go out of their way to websites like Daily Mail here, and Netflix say, hey, we will pay you guys so much money. Can you write an article about us? Like, we, we know people read your shitty articles. I'm one of them. The new button is therefore intended to help 220 million subscribers better navigate Netflix's library of shows and movies by offering them a more nuanced way of liking titles. Uh, Netflix is constantly testing new features and tools to help users find shows and films they want to watch. I don't know. I know there's a lot of shows on there, but I don't know. I just don't know. I, I advertising's I think a lot, but I, you know, I don't. I use Netflix, but I never even think about doing the thumbs up things. Let's see what the commenters on this article say. I want to see what other people think about this. Also, uh, in my own chat here, let me know what you guys think about this. This person said, I never submit a comment as call me old fashioned, but I think to choose my own program, sick to death of suggested social media. See, that's what I was saying. Like, do people even like, you know, really look into that? In terms of the podcast, like I talked about, like, it's just because you can't really find shit on the podcast apps. All I can find is the, uh, like on Apple, the top 200 of like, Famous people that do shitty podcasts. I bet you uh, they, there's 
honestly pretty good entertaining podcasts out there and no one knows who, who they are because it's just, you know, people doing it themselves and focus maybe on the show a little bit more than the social media marketing. And maybe if they had money, they would uh, invest in someone to do it for them, but I don't know. Let's see. I've canceled my subscription. Not prepared to pay yet another price increase. Well, they're not increasing the price because of uh, this new double thumbs up, are they? <laughs> this person said, wait till they release the triple thumbs up. Well, that you know, that's what I was thinking too. Why? That's why I said, this is stupid. You get a thumbs up, a thumbs down. What is it, the double thumbs up? Then we'll get a, you know, a triple, quadruple, you know, it's like, where does it freaking end? Well, this person said, well, they also include a middle finger. I'd like that one. You know, they, um, they used to have a lot of good shit on Netflix and a lot of it, I will, you know, it wasn't original content and it does seem like they kind of lost their way. It seems in the beginning they were about DVD rentals and, you know, of course now they had a go to streaming and and they still have DVDs there. And um they were like the top in the game. And they they're probably still the top of the game, but now there's competition. Now Amazon has their streaming service and either Hulu's out there. There's a bunch of streaming services now. And they seem to be fo- they I don't know, they seem to taking good shit off of Netflix or other companies like Peacock or something because they just have more money for being a big network company. They were able to outbid for shows and stuff and they're focusing more on shitty Netflix originals. I don't know what they got to do to fix these Netflix originals, but they all suck. Well, I should, actually, I take, completely take that back. A lot of them suck. There's De- a Cobra Kai. Beautiful. Love that show. Although that did start on YouTube. YouTube, I think YouTube Red, right? And that streaming service, I don't think has gone anywhere. Um, but yeah, a lot of them suck. I, you know, you'll hear about some huge pops with Netflix, like all of a sudden, bam, this big Netflix original will come out. But then once the season's done, people are kind of done talking about it. I don't know. A lot, you know, it's... I feel they lost their way. They 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 were trying to focus too much on themselves instead of gradually making good quality ones. Like if if you took all the bad quality ones out and just had their good quality ones while focus on keeping the shows that they originally had and movies they originally had to cuz you know that's why a lot of people start using Netflix to rent movies that are in the movie theaters. And then all of a sudden you see you know a movie here and a movie there and gradually build towards it, then all right. Then you could maybe have the best of both worlds. Have movies that are already on there and make your own. But I don't know. I feel like at one time, a bunch of content I liked went off and then all of a sudden you start seeing a bunch of Netflix originals. But I don't know. Let's see. Bring back uh, down votes to YouTube and Netflix, especially uh, bring back down votes to YouTube and Netflix, especially YouTube. Okay. We don't need... Read that. It looked more like a YouTube uh, one. Perhaps it could also put the details of a film or program and the names of the cast and print big enough to read so you don't have to get on your feet and stand up close to the... T- yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like a lot of times, doesn't it like disappear too? All right. I read uh, 
all the comments I wanted to read. Let's see. TGY TV Tim Govey said, that's as dump. He meant dumb. That's as dumb as Meltzer five-star rating. Then giving the Bucks a six out of five. And TGY TV Tim Govey says, hate suggested stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I'm all for... Well, see, Netflix is a company. They could do marketing. So I don't even know what I think of Netflix. I understand those are there's a crap ton of content. But yeah, I don't know. I'm all for, though, like with independent stuff, making it fair for everyone. Because the, the you know, like, like I was talking about podcasts, the famous people are, and they don't even have to be that famous, just people with a following already, whether it's from social media or wherever, they already have... Uh, an advantage. I would just like it to be about the content a little more. Kind of like, I don't know how it used to be. When you, when you had radio shows and it was really only radio and TV, you had ratings and you had so many shows that you could get locally and uh, whoever just had the best content really got to the top of the ratings. Definitely not like that with... Uh, a lot of the new uh, platforms, whether it's podcast or other ones, I know YouTube has their algorithm, but even that, you know, who knows exactly how that works. You kind of got to play towards the algorithm and not play towards best content. And now you get suggested stuff from Netflix. I don't really know. I don't really know how I feel about it. Well, I do. I think it's. I think the double thumbs up is stupid. When they could just be doing... Uh, the normal thumbs up still. All right. I think I'm actually going to just, I'm a little, not extremely pressed for time, but a little pressed for time. So I'm not even going to do the Mike Montone promo today. I don't have a trivia today. Next week, hopefully I can get a, a trivia in this week. So if I can do a show next week, how is it still being worked on people? So I can't even promise I'm doing a show next week, but. If I can, uh, hopefully I can have a trivia there. If I can't, hopefully I can at least do a show. I, I'm going on to uh, my last topic here. I see a picture the other day of Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, she's a famous actress. She was in the... Um, crap, why can't I think of the movie now? Austin Powers, there. Uh, she was in the Austin Powers movie. Super sexy woman. Another one on the MILF list. Like... I don't even... She looks amazing. Let's see. How old is she? Elizabeth Hurley is um, 56 years old. She looks amazing for 56. So I see this picture of her in this bikini. Her boobs are out. Her you know, her cleavage is all out. She mm, looks freaking phenomenal. Sexy as could be. And she has a... There's negative connotation in this article here. They won't survive now. Bikini-clad Elizabeth Hurley is slammed by fans. Clearly, they're not fans. I'm a fan, and I ain't slamming her. Uh, Slammed by fans for posing in a holiday picture holding delicate starfish who suffocate out of water. Well, hopefully she didn't kill them. Hopefully, uh, you know, they're like a fish that can be out of water for, you know, few for so many seconds to so many minutes or whatever and still live. Um, Elizabeth Hurley has been slammed by fans for posing in a holiday picture holding delicate starfish. Yeah, I can't, you know, I, I can't, 
Barely even um, paying attention to the starfish, she looks so sexy here. The actress, 56, uh, showed off her incredible physique in a blue bikini recently, but many have called her out for taking the animals out of the water as they could die. Well, if she went out on her own, held these things up for a picture, and was like, oh, I'm going to hold these up for like 10 minutes, and they die, I'd be like, "Eh, maybe you should have gotten some research. I don't know if she's stupid or not, people. I can't say that she did that. In my head, she was sexy, wanted a picture with some starfish, picked them up, got a picture, and put them back in. I don't know. Let's finish reading the article because if it doesn't say either way, I'm not making assumptions either way. If you if you, if you guys haven't seen this, she looks freaking great here according to the world animal protection you should never touch or remove a starfish from the water as this could lead to them suffocating all right lesson learned i'm sure she won't do it again we don't need to slam her people now if she goes out next week and does it again it's like all right didn't we tell you you shouldn't do this but uh In addition, sunscreen or the oil on a human skin can harm sea creatures as every starfish is made up of soft and thin tissue and they can be highly contaminated with bacteria passed on through human touch. Isn't that the case for any sea creature or is that only starfish? I feel like, you know, if they'd get any uh, contamination through, you know, uh, sunscreen or anything, it would harm them, but... What do I know? During the sun-soaked holiday, Elizabeth took great pride in sharing a photo of her rescuing the two starfish. So it says here, rescuing. So were they dying and she picked them up? Or like, were they on land? She picked them up, got a picture, put them back in water. Was she actually the hero in all of this? Found these magnificent, ah, magnificent, magnificent starfish alive, but stranded on the beach. They're now happily back at the bottom of the sea, she voiced it on Instagram. Well, it sounds like to me she actually is the hero of this, because if she would have just left them there, they would have died. She had to hold them anyway, as long as she wasn't holding them for like 10 minutes, you know, she had them in her hands for two seconds. She had to hold them anyway to get them back in the water, right? I mean, I guess she, you know, I don't know if she had a bucket with her or anything. She might have not had anything. She might have had a towel, but I don't know. Even that, people could have had a problem with that. How could she put those things on a towel? Doesn't she know that is harmful to them in some sort of way? One disgruntled fan wrote, they're extremely delicate and most likely won't survive once you take them out of the sea and manipulate them. Well, it sounds like she didn't take them out. She found them. Out, my God, every time I see these pictures, her cleavage is even more out here. Oh, my God. Big tits. Big tits. Big tits. I'm becoming more of an Elizabeth Hurley fan every time I look at her here. She's 56. I wonder if she's like Kate Beckinsale and would date down a little bit. Let's see. And I'm talking date down in age and in looks. Another remarked, you just killed those stars. I mean, if anything, she could have only saved them. If they were already beached, right? You just killed those stars by taking them out of the water, a third commented. She didn't take them out of the water. She was putting them back in. 
Careful, certain starfish die when you touch them, a fourth added. Well, see, this is the thing. People jump to a conclusion. See, I guess she wanted attention to an extent. She wanted the picture with starfish. She really didn't think she was going to get slammed. She thought, if anything, she was going to be praised. But see, this is why, like, fuck social media. Seriously. Get rid of the freaking comment section there. This is stupid. People are actually going to go mad and start shooting up places when they think they're doing something good and they just get slammed for it. You know, I, maybe if she had a towel with her or something, I don't know, maybe that would have been the better way, but you, that's not your first thought. Your first thought is to, you know, put them back in the water and maybe snap a quick picture with that. I don't know. According to the James Cook University marine biologist, Professor Morgan Pratchett, the starfish in question appear to be the red cushion sea star. See, they're extremely... Okay, we already read those comments. Um, They're beautiful. Too bad they died after you took that photo. Well, do we know they actually died? People must know that starfish die when you take them out of water. Well, on shore, were they... Uh, were, were they dead there because they were out of water? Like, it sounds like they weren't making it back in the water if she didn't place them back in. And everyone's saying, please leave the starfish under the water. Poor starfish, let's hope they were put back in the sea. These people clearly didn't even read her caption if they think she took them out. Uh, it's not uncommon for them to be washed up on a beach, she told the news. It's unlikely that they would die from being out of the water for a few minutes, but it does... Okay, so as long as she didn't touch it too long, they should be fine, right? But it does depend how long the starfish were out of water stranded on the beach. Representative for Elizabeth has been contacted, uh, let's see, for a comment. Elizabeth slipped into a tiny blue string bikini. Oh, wait, she, a, a, a string bikini? I didn't see the butt. I didn't see her butt yet. Oh, man, we got we to gotta scroll down a little bit, people. Which revealed her ample cl uh, cleavage and honed abs as she posed uh, with the starfish. Oh man, there's a video of here of her like dancing with her friend in a in a yellow bikini. Oh man, big tits, big tits. I need to look into some more Elizabeth Hurley. Uh, the star wore her tresses in an updo and sported a chick pair of shades while showing off her glowing complexion. It comes after last week uh, Liz shared a gushing tribute to her son Damien as. She celebrated his 20th birthday. The actress took to Instagram when an array of throwback from over the years snaps with her lookalike son, the pair. Okay, I don't care about that. I, I want to see... Oh, there's another video of her in a bikini. Like, this one she's not dancing in. She's just kind of, like, moving in a very sexy way and then throws us a... Uh, a you know, blows us a kiss. I want to see what these people say here. Also, in my chat, if you let me know what you uh, think of this. The starfish weren't in the water. They were stranded on the beach. She was putting them back in the water. That's what I said. Did the people criticizing her miss the part where she stated she found the starfish out of the water? And this says people... There, someone commented on that person's comment saying, people ready to make ridiculous comments on what they think is going on. Maybe they shouldn't think at all. Uh, as annoying as she and her one millionth look at my rack photos are, starfish don't instantly die out of water. 
why do people have to show off on social media? Just do it. You do. We don't have to know every event in your life. Yeah, I mean, she wouldn't have been attacked if she just put them back in water and didn't take the picture with them. I guess she just wanted to share, thought she was doing something nice. Get get rid of these comments on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I wonder how much better in the next five years. You know, I know we can't. no one's ever going to want social media to go away in total. But if we just take the uh, the comments away, I don't know. I guess if you need some sort of interaction, leave the like thing there or whatever. If you like it, you can like it. If you don't, don't like it. You know, why do we need everything? It's like, those comments make it so toxic. I really do believe, maybe that's where, uh, where, where Will Smith came from with the, uh, the slap. I think I, Whitney Cummings was talking to Nikki Glaser about that. Maybe, like, this would be a trend now, people hitting other people, because people are, their brains are going crazy. It's not like, they can't get immune to the constant, just, ugh, on social media. It's like they're trying to get immune to it to where they just don't care, but at a point, everyone cares, and they're just going to start swinging. You know, get rid, get rid of the comments. Let's try to get the social media shit out of our lives. Alrighty. Uh... Let's see, comments here. Lucky Starfish, she looks amazing in the pics. TGY TV, Tim Gilby said, of course she does. Uh, TGY TV, Tim Gilby said, this coming from a bunch of sushi-eating snowflakes. Yeah, I know. A lot of these people are uh, dumbasses. You know, if she was actually doing something that could have hurt, harmed the starfish, it's, you know, that then I would be against it. I'd be like, yeah, don't harm the starfish. They're starfish. But she clearly did She was not trying to do anything bad. Alrighty. Well, that is it uh, for all my topics for today. Glad I was able to get a show and didn't think I was actually going to at first, but did. Alright, you know what? I was, we're calling Theo Vaughn out fast. I was like... I'm still so much. Pre- we we could we could fit this call in real quick. As long as his numbers here, let's say uh, set phone. There we go. Come on, phone. Okay, we're calling. This is What's up. This is Theo Vaughn. Uh, oh no, this rings this, this past week. weekend. Wasn't it ringing the last few weeks? And I was like, where'd the rings come from? I want to let you know that uh, this is a space where you can leave a question, a comment, um, an issue, a concern, a topic, a thought, anything you want. Uh, This is a space, you know, this is that hotline. So you can leave that. You can leave your name in. You can leave your name out. Um, It'll uh, it'll turn off after three minutes. So if you go in long, then you're going to have to call back and finish your comment. Okay, we get it, Theo. But uh, I appreciate you calling. And uh, and I, I appreciate your support with this past weekend. Uh, be good, you little dust bear. I love you. Bye. Yo, what up, Theo? Frankie D again. Unfortunately, I did not have a pork roll sandwich today. I know. I know. Just want to say hi. Happy Easter. Good Friday. Passover. Come on. Got to wish you a happy Passover, man.
I mean, did you hear about Elizabeth Hurley? You know who she is, right? She's sexy as hell, man. She's in a nice blue bikini. Cleavage all out there. Holding some starfish. Some people bashed her for it. They shouldn't have, but they did. Right, that's really all I wanted to tell you about. I, I If you haven't looked at uh, Elizabeth Hurley in this blue bikini with the starfish, you got to do it. Looks sexy as hell. All right, Theo, eat a uh, pork roll sandwich. Call it pork roll, not Taylor Ham. We'll catch up another time. All right, peace out. Okay, Theo Vaughn got my call. All right, everyone, I'm going to head out now. Thank you, everyone, for listening live today. If you're listening to the Frankie D Show live, make sure you uh, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, uh, do whatever you got to do on YouTube. If you are listening on any of the uh, recorded platforms right now, uh, you know, Podbean, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, any of those, make sure you uh, keep listening to me on there, subscribe to me on there, and if you want to follow the show on Instagram or Twitter, it's at the Frankie D Show on Instagram and Twitter. All right, sound good. Uh, again, don't know what the deal is. If I'll be back next week, I'm definitely going to try to be back next week live on Friday. If not, might have to record one, and if I can't do one at all, then I'm very sorry. Might be trying to amp out soon. Whether that'll be the new place to live stream or just do a show there, don't know. So, could look at me there. I think you could actually search people on there now. So, um, Frankie underscore D there. All right. Don't know if that's going to happen. Might just keep doing these normal podcasts. So, <laughs> I don't know. Just keep listening. You'll know what uh, I'm going to be doing as I do them. All right. Thank you again, everyone, for listening. I'll try to be back next week. All right, peace.